0: Every day I wake up knowing that the more people I try to save, the more enemies I will make. And it's just a matter of time before I face those with more power than I can overcome.
1: Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And today we're talking about The Amazing Spider-Man 2 starring uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Tom- Emma Emma, Thompson, Emma Stone and Jamie Foxx and Dale Dahan. Is that, is that his name? I think so. He plays the goblin. Uh, <laughs> yes. Ultimately, I think the Oscorp... Is the is the source of all things wrong in the universe when it comes to the spider-man uh universe here uh everything goes wrong oh before we even get to that rhino what, what's your thoughts on um on the rhino
0: um that was interesting not long enough mm-hmm. do, not do you like enough, the idea
1: of this mechanical rhinoceros
0: yeah that's interesting actually you know uh something that's there not too... Not too bad, you know. Something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm just wanting for more.
1: What of, about Paul, G- Paul Giamatti playing the Rhino? Is, did that surprise you in any way? Because you know he doesn't look like someone who's, who would be like. I'm um, besides being pudgy looking, I guess. Um, mm. But someone, someone as the I don't know. What were your thoughts with that? Oh,
0: another superhero yay you know let's see what's going to happen I was waiting for something to happen actually and I didn't get what I wanted so I'm like yeah, okay whatever
1: okay uh, the movie this movie was it's um, it's like two hours long it's like two hours and 15 minutes long it's it's PG uh, 13 yeah. um, you know again directed by Mark Webb he did the first one and before mm. that, he was just known for doing the director behind uh, 500 Days of Summer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the love story between Gwen and Peter, what do you think about that? Like, Are you still on board with that? It was it believable for you?
0: Mm. I'm too short.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was good, but too short. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs>
1: right. Well, the part I call the Zulu time, the part of no return, is a is one hour and seven minute mark, and that's the part where um uh, Harry Osborn f- figures out that Peter, not Peter, he figures out Spider-Man got his powers through the Oscorp, the spider bite, because he's a man running out of time. He's inherited his father's um, ailment where he's going to die. His body's degenerating from some sort of like de- defect in family gene pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only cure he has is having Spider-Man's blood. And he's figured out whoever Spider-Man is, he might have the solution to, to his uh, disorder. And mm-hmm. all of uh, Norman Osborn's life, he's Oscorp's been catering to trying to find the cure to his own ailments. And he's unfortunately passed it on to his son. Now, now his son is mm-hmm. desperate to find Spider-Man to solve his, his issue, mm-hmm. not knowing that Peter is Spider-Man. So he's, he's, he's got like half the solution there. Uh, but yeah. he knows that Peter is the one who takes photographs of Spider-Man, so he goes to him asking for help. And at this mm-hmm. point is when you get to the, the crescendo, like this is where everything comes to a head. So that's where I stop the tape and say to myself, okay, Am I enjoying this? Uh whatever the ending is going to be, however this is going to go. Uh, am mm-hmm. I liking the journey? Am I liking the story? Um th- at this point, I'm actually up in the air. Um I'm on board with the with the romance between Gwen and uh, Peter. The look of electro I'm not on board. It's like penguin in Batman Returns. I don't know what they were thinking when they did that penguin okay they're looking, they're, i think they were looking for too realism like kind of like the ang lee hulk i think they were looking for too much of the psychological damage than it is being a man who turns green to a monster they're looking for the pathos and i'm like we don't want that um right they went for the uncanny valley of a man who's been electrically scarred a man whose uh, nervous system has been electrocuted to see the power, energy going through his body uh rather than going for the fantasy they went for the The authenticity of it all um that's cool did you just how how did you like the makeup like what's your thoughts on that like how they how they portrayed electro like how his body breaks down how he becomes ash physical form how he's submerged into water like all the stuff that goes on to even when the the, the eels bite him like all that stuff
0: yeah that's yeah i know i yeah it was interesting that whole thing i didn't mind it it was kind of like just something new you know i had no yeah it was interesting you know a good change i'm glad they put it in Mm -hmm. that's my thoughts as a villain what do you think of him as a villain um it's what was all right i would have loved to see more if they did that would have been Okay.
1: okay i just thought he he had too many codependency issues and i think that okay. was a character flaw for him um oh, okay you know like i mean he had hero worshiping issues and then when he, when the, your hero is not what you want it to be the reality mm. kicks in there's a fall from grace in that there's a couple of things that like when reality sets in uh for people who are delusional it's a rough ride and you see that through his through his lens um okay i like one, stacy um i I don't know how I like the goblin in this version. Um okay. It's it was fast how he becomes the goblin and then when he when he does become the goblin, it's really eerie and icky and bizarre. Like the suit actually saves him um okay. chemically. Uh and it's just yeah. a temporary fix because it's like a, a stasis suit. Um mm-hmm. wh- Who right. do you like better? Do you like the uh William Defoe goblin or do you like Dale DeHaan's Goblin. I
0: like DeHaan's version. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: I liked his version, actually. You know, he's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I like that version, to be honest with you. You know, makes me want to see more and see what's going on and what may happen. Uh, Would you like to see the Rhino more, more of him? Um, No. Oh, okay okay all right that's all good
1: it's just i just don't like the the look he's just a robotic guy and, and when he was in the suit it was like you could tell it's just like him in a screen that's not really his got, head. yeah so the thing i like though is when he walks past the oscorp you're seeing all the sinister six uh mm-hmm. like a weaponry like you see the vulture okay. you see uh octopus doc ox like leg mm-hmm. tentacles in the okay. in the vaults as he walks by the Walks by the the Oscorp um, um, armory, whatever it is, or, or hidden vault, or secret okay. vault. Right. You could tell that Sony had plans to do a future stuff, but of course, it never became to fruition. Yeah. Um Speaking of vault, okay. speaking of that, did uh, is there any characters that, that that you think was done better in this version, like than anything else, in, than any other version in Spider Man world? um i don't know fantastic four maybe
0: i have no clue to be honest with you i don't know there's other other superheroes i might have wanted to see in there and some maybe not
1: anyway it all depends right okay well for yeah. me the only thing i got out of this that that satisfied me was that they went further with the uh richard parker and his wife in part two you see their demise you see what happens to them after, really like how they died and right. how um is what his uh project was and what it meant for peter like peter was meant to be spider-man and yeah you never knew that like he was genetically coded to be spider-man and not no one knew about that right 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 um, yeah you're right you know because he coded himself right so mm-hmm. uh it's just fluke of nature that that he got bit by the spy, by the, by the spider bite and became right. spider-man you know and he's yeah. he's one of a million one in a billion chances of anyone else can that can be him or can do what mm-hmm. he can do you know yeah. and with harry looking for the blood of spider-man to prolong his life um you know and how that went went astray uh it just proves that you know how special Peter Parker was like he's lightning in a bottle, like yeah. the lottery, you know. So um, his destiny it, it gives it, it it gives a different look at a, a hero's destiny in a very like miniature way, and also mm-hmm. gives gives you a backstory of his childhood. So I thought that was really good. I thought you know because no 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 other film or cartoon or st- maybe 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 the comic books I don't know can mm-hmm. gives you that more story of. You know the parents, like not the Aunt May, and Uncle Ben, but like Peter's natural birth parents, and how okay. how it affects and how it affected him, uh, the child going into his adolescenthood and and to become and to become the hero that he was meant to be. You know, mm-hmm. beyond what uh, Ben Parker's last words were to him, that kind of shapes him right. to be the hero that he is. Yeah, but his, but his father's love, the, the the transcendence of his father and his mother what they passed on to him. Even for mm-hmm. that brief period of time that he know that he knew them, and right. the legacy they leave behind. So uh, that was, I thought that was anything. If anything else, I thought that was the shining jewel in this movie that made it uh, appealing to me. It's a small mm. little section, but it's a carryover from the first movie that they really explored um, mm. in this one. Right. Cool. Okay. That's did awesome. you did you even pick up on that at all, or or, or no, just.
0: Oh yeah, I thought of that, Mm -hmm. but then I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, that was nice. What else is going on? Mm Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a good thing, you know. But then for me, yeah, that was a nice little moment.
1: I'm so sorry, I'm late. I had a traffic thing. Did your traffic jam have anything to do with being, I don't know, shot at by machine guns? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was implying. That was implying that. <laughs> From a psychological perspective, on Electro, because he's a person who's codependent. Uh, when Goblin comes to him for help, because he's in prison and he's, a, and they both need to escape. You know, he still needs a friend to to um to be someone to be his friend. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and like which so and as powerful as he's become, you know, sucking electricity and becoming whatever, um, mm-hmm. he still needs uh um ver- not verification but he needs someone to like positive reinforce like in the psychology like you know just to make him feel good like to like that he's wanted that he still needed
0: there's a dependency
1: yeah. issue with that you know and uh norman osborne sorry harry osborne gives it to him and in the desperation for him to regain power in the oscar corporation and they get revenge and to get revenge on spider-man but he needs that nudge of someone to be there in his corner to uh you know give that operating conditioning that positive reinforcement to, uh,
0: like a dad type thing or a mom mm-hmm. you know he still needs the support right yeah you know he wants a bit of this a bit of that that some people are like that i guess you know mm-hmm. he just needs some support which is fine i guess but it can make you go either one way or another way.
1: Okay. Well, let's get into the email bag.
0: Buford, mailbag song. Hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many
1: letters. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, for the Amazing Spider-Man number two, I have um, the Amazing Spider-Man two is by no means unenjoyable. It's just all kinds of stupid. <laughs> the best approach. Don't think too hard about it at all. Okay, that's pretty cool. And how about what do you have,
0: Mark Webb? Chronological overweight. The amazing Spider-Man Two. The retreads Sam Raimi's Arachnid trilogy from without adding much new.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That makes not much. That doesn't make much sense when even when I read it out. But no. Okay. I think so. So I think what they're saying, if I'm reading correctly, is that uh, they're a fan of Sam Raimi, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, and that sequel is better than this sequel. Yes, I think Spider-Man 2, we Doc Ock, is a superior storytelling and psychological uh, analysis. Look on Peter Parker, and mm-hmm. someone with self-doubts, and um, where do you go and where do you how do you top the first one? I think uh, the second one is a superior version. And excels both emotional, hitting emotional beats as well as action. There is some really cool visuals and uh, how they go after Electro with the um, the electrical rods and how it makes a, like a musical theme music. It's like a, a symphonic uh, orchestra playing. What do you think of the final fight scene with the Electro?
0: Oh, that was really, really. You know, uh, who's gonna win the fight, me or you? You know. Both good are fighting each other. We'll see what happens. Either it's good or or bad will happen. We'll
1: see. Okay. Well, with that, I am Ray. And I'm Evie. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Peter Park, Barry
0: Osborne. You're gonna to want to see this. us, Oscorp. Get you under surveillance. Why? Isn't that the question of the day?
1: something you're not telling me yet, May. I once told you that secrets have a cost. The truth does too. My name is Richard Parker. I have discovered what Oscorp was going to use my research for. I have a responsibility to protect the world from what I know they're capable of. What is all this? The future. We literally can change the world. What about Peter?
0: Not everyone has a happy ending.